Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 187. I'm your host, Chris Britton, and let's go! for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all your latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio today for another episode of Dial H for Hero Clicks is my co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Ah, uh, so much, Chris. Had the crazy busy weekend of waking up, driving an hour, taking a combat class, and driving back, getting home at like 9 o'clock every night. It's been just a fun, full weekend. Taking a combat class? Yeah, it's a stage combat. I should specify that. Oh, okay. Did you uh, learn anything super awesome? Did you learn how to oh, kill a man with your bare hands? I learned no. It's all. It's for Three Musketeers, a play they mistakenly cast me as a part in. It's it a, <laughs> a very foolish thing for the director to do. Uh, so it's all swords. I do get kicked and punched quite a bit, though, my character, so that's fun. Okay. Okay. Well, welcome back to the oh, new year. Yeah. This is our first episode of 2018, which is a little exciting. 2018. Look, it's the future. Future is now. I know, right? Also, on a completely different note, while I, this is still fresh in my memory, I know the Cool Stuff, Inc. script by heart. I was saying it. I caught myself oh. saying it. I was talking to myself the other day, and it, I was like, why am I saying that right now? <laughs> Uh, but I know it by heart, so that's fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how was your New Year's, man? Oh, it was great. It was great. I did one of those. You saw those memes that say if you play something at 11.50, whatever, it'll say blank right as it hits midnight. Yeah. Yeah, I did that because I, I have no friends, so I just well, sat in my basement oh. and did that. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we're, I guess we're both hanging out in our basements recently. Um, but so, <laughs> so what was it that you played? I played Army of Darkness at like 11.36.42, so Ash says groovy right as the clock strikes midnight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my brother showed me a meme of, let's see, Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump, and they said if you started it at a certain time, uh, you could reign in the new year with Lieutenant Dan. Because there's a scene hmm. where there, it's the new year. And I was like, oh, that's fun. I did not do right. that. I wanted to do that. But actually, I uh, had a good time on New Year's, regardless of Fantastic. not seeing one of the greatest movies ever, which is Forrest Gump. Very true. It's only second to Resident Evil 3, which is the greatest movie of oh, all time. Of course. Uh, but, and as everyone knows. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so good stuff. But I'm glad we're back, and we've got a bunch of stuff to get through on the podcast this week. So, you want to just jump into it? I mean, things just, they happen, Chris. So, so much stuff has happened <laughs> in the last week. It's been crazy. So, and actually, I'm really happy you recorded today and not yesterday, or else, because we would have missed this crazy news that just happened. So, spoilers. We legitimately might be people's first hearing of this, since this stuff just came out today. So, And I am so sorry. <laughs> let's go back just a little bit we've got some spoilers for the x-men set we got six spoilers so far we're going to go through these six spoilers uh give you guys the dials who they are what they do that kind of stuff so calder do you want to start us off with one 
Uh, I'll go with, let's see, how's Magneto sound, since he's just first. All right, sure, yeah. Awesome. So Magneto, he is the uncommon prime. This is like a white Magneto. Looks really cool. But not like the white Magneto that we got in the whatever. This is a different white Magneto. Trust me. This Magneto has no helmet. Yeah, no helmet. So he's rocking the cool, like, slick back, old man gray hair. Looks really sweet. Wavy cape. Magneto, Brotherhood of Mutants. Hellfire Club and New Mutants keyword. I just said Magneto as one of his keywords. He's 75 points, so that's very important to keep in mind when you're looking at this character. He has 7 range, 1 bolt. He has flight and for special symbols. He has the Brotherhood of Mutants team ability. And he has one trait, the Triangle of New Mutants and Xavier's Dream. Or am I? When Magneto <laughs> just ooh. Ooh. when Magneto attacks one or more characters within the mutants or X Men keywords, modify attack and damage value by plus one. When he KOs an opposing character with the new mutants or X Men keywords with his attack, after resolutions roll a d6 on a one through three, deal him one unavoidable damage. Ooh, ah, he's gonna be good and sealed. Yeah, this is another one of those that. It's just very situational. He is going very. to be good in sealed, I, depending on how you roll, too. Very true. I guess he could be absolutely horrible in sealed. So, yeah, he does have six clicks, which is something to keep in mind. And so, And a pretty simple dial to keep track of. Next up, I'm actually going to go his damage power, since that's way before he ever gets his defense power. The White King of the Hellfire Club. Leadership. Other friendly characters with the Hellfire Club keyword have free. Modify either attack plus one, or defense, plus one, until your next turn. So he also, for the first four clicks of his dial, buffs all the other Hellfire Clubs, so good and sealed, and also really good in the constructed team, giving every member of the Hellfire Club a free perplex for attack and defense, which is pretty much what you'll use it on anyway. You know what the best part of that power is? It says absolutely nothing about adjacency. This is a global is effect. True. Just as long as he's on the map, your uh, Hellfire Club people just have this. Very true. And stuff. then the special defense power he has for his last two clicks is the Gray King of the Hellfire Club. Other friendly characters of the Hellfire Club have free modify attack or defense value by plus two until your next turn. So on his last two clicks, might as well just make the final push right there. And and it's other friendly characters, so it doesn't work on himself, of course, since it's other. But still, I mean, that's amazing. You know, to just kind of slow down. Right, These are not stop clicks, even though they're like a white defensive power. Everybody pretty much assumes it's a stop click most of the time. They're not. It's just a wicked awesome perplex. So what does his dial actually look like? He has sidestep. Telekinesis, toughness, top dial. It's a 9, 11, 18, and 4 damage, which is the only 4 damage on his dial. So, again, be wary about how you want to, you know, if you want to take that risk of dealing him an unavoidable. His next three clicks are basically the same. They're all running shot, pulse wave, energy explosion, and they still have that White King of the Hellfire Club special damage power. So, his pulse wave is all with a 10 attack, which is really good. He has an 18 defense starting with ESD, and then he goes down to a 17. His last two clicks are also pretty much the same. He has the Great King of the Hellfire Club defense ability, 10 attack, penetrating second blast on the first click, 9 attack, pen blast, last click, and then he has two clicks of stealth. His damage is very consistent. Uh, he has four damage right away when he can't get through reducers, and then he has three damage the rest of his dial when he can actually get through reducers with both pulse wave and penetrating second blast. Spanido's good, and he's really good for 75 points. Yeah, this is a really good prime. Uh, I'm not... <laughs> 
So reading online, everyone just complains about everything ever because oh. it's online. But uh, I think this is a pretty good prime. I think that I would be exceptionally upset if I bought a brick and this is what I pulled. Fair you know, enough. And yeah. Instead of a chase. But this is actually a really good piece. I just don't know if he's, like, prime-worthy, maybe. I don't know. The White King slash Great King of the Hellfire Club seems pretty prime-worthy to me. I mean, he seems... Compared to, like, Feral and Thorn from the Deadpool set, he's a lot better Uncommon Prime than those, especially. At least he's a very well-known character. Very true. It is Magneto. It's not some... Yeah, because you could be like... Who's Thorn? And why do I care about this character? At least when you pull Magneto, you're exactly. like, oh, it's Magneto at least. Magneto. Uh, did you mention the fact that his team ability? Yeah, I see he has Brotherhood means. Okay, right on. And I'm glad that they changed it, so Very true. it actually makes them kind of worthwhile now, so yep. that's good. In conjunction with his Indom, so yeah, it's a pretty solid piece. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to the probably most boring of these, but I wanted to talk to him because I actually read the storyline, and I wanted to ask you, Calder, what's the, like, statute of limitations on spoilers? Why? Why? What would you say is the statute of limitations on spoilers? I don't know. I want to say, like, if you haven't read a storyline in the 14 years that it's been around, then... You, you can probably go ahead and say it. Okay. Uh, so the next figure... Number 43, which makes him a rare. Rare, yeah. Okay. His name's Icarus. His real name's Joshua Guthrie, and it's actually Cannonball's brother. Hmm. Okay? So, this dude straight up dies in the comics. <laughs> like, well, I, am, I was absolutely convinced <laughs> that they introduced him as a character so they could kill him. Hmm. And I remember reading this back then, and I was like... Because it was so shoehorned. They, like, introduced his character, and they focused on him so hard for, like, an issue or two. And then they're like, oh, plot twist, he's dead. Ha-ha! And, like, I was not at all moved emotionally, I guess. I was like, man, that was a really poor lead-up to uh, execution for something I did not care about. But, all right. Let's, uh, let's talk about Icarus, the figure, though. So, we have Hellions and New Mutants. Uh, team or uh, keywords, which is funny because he has the X Men symbol on his chest, and he Very does not true. have the X Men. <laughs> he does. Have, he does have a trait that says X student, but he's not an X Man. So just keep that in mind. Just so you know, this character is basically an angel ripoff. Okay, he looks I just like. I looking yeah, at him. He looks just like Angel. Only with red hair and red wings instead of blonde out, hair and white yeah. wings. All right, so here's what this 50-point hero click does. He does not have any team abilities. He does have two traits. The first trait is Hellions. When this character's attack roll is 10 or more, damage dealt by that attack is penetrating. So that's mm. kind of cool. That's okay. And then his second trait is X-Student, like I mentioned, which says when this character... Characters or an adjacent friendly character's attack roll includes exactly one five. Modify target defenses targets defense by negative one. Modify one targets defense by negative one. So I guess if you roll like uh, I don't know. This is just seems 
Like, why? <laughs> this seems like a convoluted I, trait for no reason. Yeah. I, it, oh. This is a rare, and I guarantee you people are going to be mad if they pull this as their rare. You're saying he's the uh, Crimson Commando for this set? Oh, for sure. I have no idea what the rest of the set looks like yet, but this is definitely it. This is the Crimson Commando of your of your pack. So that's going to suck. Um, so we don't know what the rest of the set is, so we don't know how saturated it's going to be with Hellions and New Mutants keyword. But, hey, there are not very many Hellions or New Mutants keywords across the board ever. That's uh, true. Uh, Hellions, you're looking at, oh, my gosh, so much outdated stuff. Uh, Giant size X-Men, pretty much all of it. Yeah, pretty much. That's where your variety is going to be, and a lot of that's like power creep has made that worthless now. Then you've got like three versions, four versions of like White Queen slash Emma Frost. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then you go to New Mutants. Let me spell correctly. Uh, that There was actually a bunch of New Mutants in, in Wolverine in, in the X-Men. Oh, Wolverine uh, X-Men, yeah. But... Past that, there's like two or three in every set since. Okay. So, hopefully there are a lot of um, Hellions and New Mutants in this set. He has one power. He does have flight, as you would expect somebody with wings to have. Flight uh, power is on first two clicks and his last click of his five-click dial. And it says, um, charge. When Icarus uses it, he can use willpower and ignores characters for movement purposes this turn that's kind of cool he has he has 10 attack with quake on top dial 18 defense with super senses two damage with it's naked vanilla but i Mm. guess if you roll 10 or more his damage dealt is penetrating so there's that although it would be really cool if you like charge in and quake like four people and hit them for two penetrating damage each that would be pretty sweet that'd be really cool uh, good luck, though. Have <laughs> um, not... standing by or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's not going to happen very often. But if it does, that'll be pretty sweet. Uh, so those first two clicks look identical uh, with power-wise. He does drop one defense on click number two. Then on click three and four, he goes into a different power set entirely, which is mind control. He has no range, by the way. Uh, Ten attack still. Uh, Seventeen defense with energy shield deflection and some perplex. So th- clicks three and four look the same. And then on click five, he goes back to having that charge. But I doubt you're going to use it because he has regeneration. So, so for a character that dies, yeah, I don't, at least he can still come back. I don't understand. He has regenerative abilities, but they, like, killed him off. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, I think I think – I, oh, man, I can't remember – I think he lost his powers, and but he was flying when he lost his powers, and he fell and died. Oh, that's <laughs> a horrible way to go. Uh, so, yeah. Um, if there's anybody out there that has read that storyline and I'm wrong, please tweet in or message in to Facebook and correct me. But I, if I remember correctly, that's how it happened. So there is your crappy rare of the set. Poor Icarus. Flew too close to the sun. Just, uh, <laughs> that's that's really – that's kind of <laughs> – all right, Not so it is. yeah, no. Moving from uh, Icarus, the probably the, the greatest figure in the set, we have Dark Beast. 
That's pretty cool, first, actually. First chase we get to see. He looks awesome. He's gray. He's got his blue pants, and he's looking cool. Dark Beast, Age of Apocalypse, Dark X-Men, Elders, Morlocks, and Scientist keywords. He has no range and no special combat symbols, and also, hey, check it out, no team ability. He is 60 points. Couple of traits here. Hiding in this reality, stealth, during force construction, Dark Beast gains the X-Men keyword, so he also pretty much has X-Men. And if at least two other characters have it on your force. So if you're playing an X-Men team and you want to throw in Dark Beast, go for it. He gets the X-Men keyword. And his second trait is Survivor of the Age of Apocalypse. For now. When Dark <laughs> just ooh, so ominous. When this Dark set Beast, is so mysterious. It is. Oh man, what's what's going on in this set? It's just ooh. Uh, when Dark Beast is damaged by an opposing character, give that character a revenge token. When Dark Beast attacks a character with one or more revenge tokens, oh sorry, tokens named revenge, it's a different wording here, modify attacking damage value by plus one. When Dark Beast is KO'd, you may choose an opposing character with a token named revenge and remove all of those tokens, and you may roll a d6 for each roll. So every time you remove a token, I assume, roll a d6. On a five through six, deal that character one penetrating damage. Ooh. Ow. That's gonna hurt. I feel like this is one of those things where... You don't want this to happen because that means your team's getting hit. But when it does, it's just kind of like a big smack in the face to your opponent. This is like Cole Obsidian trait is what it is. Like You don't want your guys to die, but when they die, it's like, ha-ha, I'll take uh, this. They don't die in vain. They're just like, you're going to take a little with me here. If I'm going, you're going too. So those, those are his two traits, which play very nicely with his style, actually. He has a speed power. For the first three clicks, which is staying in the background. So, yes, I don't know what he does too much in the storyline, but I guess he stays in the background. He has leap, climb, and sidestep. Uh, for his first three clicks, he also has pretty much the same thing. He has a three clicks of blades, three clicks of super senses with 17s, and three clicks. Oh, sorry, no, it's actually one click out with, one click of perplex, then another click out with that one random, one random click out. You know, just perplex, just yeah, just throw throw perplex in there. Why not? And then. On the last three clicks of style, six of dial. First of the last three, he has two clicks of sidestep, normal sidestep, and then he has actually some steel energy to keep him going very nicely, paired with combat reflexes and exploit weakness. So, you want Beast to heal up after he's been damaged, you know, then he gets some revenge tokens on those other people. Go ahead, heal up, damage, revenge tokens, whatever, heal up again, see if you can get a nice flow going like that would obviously be the perfect way to play this piece, but, wow, he is a pretty solid chase, but for 60 points, you kind of feel like you want something bigger for a chase, anyways. A couple couple things. One, I like the flavor text on his defensive powers in order. Uh, So, Super Senses, then Combat Reflexes. Super Senses is called, I'm going to have to find out the old-fashioned way. Combat Reflexes is called, by doing a little brain salad surgery. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. Uh, It is... Should be noted, I guess, this character did need to be reclicked. The last time he was clicked was in Mutations and Monsters. And it's also funny how his powers are almost identical. Oh, nice. Uh, on top dial, it's the same, except for this one gets sidestep. That's actually really cool. And they did that. Yeah, oh, and this it. one's nine points cheaper, so there, there's that. I, I do like that they are continuing the Age of Apocalypse chases, though. 
I, that is cool. Mm, I don't know if I'm the only one. Everyone else was complaining about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I know, right? But I thought it was cool, so whatever. Uh, anything else on Dark Beast? No. I'm All good. Right. <laughs> I hope the the X-Men fans out there of the Age of Apocalypse are, like, super giddy over the fact that they're just getting another set of chases of Age of Apocalypse. Uh, by the way, there was a community question a while back. We asked what everyone thought the chases were going to be or hoped the chases were going to be in this set. And I don't think anyone was right, which is sad. What a, what a world. All right, moving on to Jean Grey. Number 20, so it looks like we probably have an uncommon and 60 points. X-Factor keyword. This is her old-school X-Factor suit. And this came out in the significant appearance is 1986. So uh, 1986. Don't expect your Jean Grey from 86 to be, like, crazy powerful. But we have, this is what we've got going for the dial. No special powers the entire dial. One trait, and it's just called X-Factor, so this is probably a team trait. Says, when this character hits with an attack, modified damage plus one for each five in the attack roll. What is with these convoluted traits? That is sort traits? of like, yeah, sort of like a curses. What are we? Like fives a lot. A five no. sort of makes an X, I suppose. It's you so draw random. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the dial. It's kind of boring since you don't have any special powers, but here we go. Uh, six clicks. Top dial sidestep. Telekinesis, as you would expect a Jean Grey to have. She has no mind control, by the way, the entire dial. I just want to point that out. Mm. She has super senses with 17 defense, 2 damage with leadership. So 3 clicks of telekinesis, 2 clicks of naked attack, and then the last click of her dial, she gets up to 10 attack, pulse wave, 18 defense, energy shield deflection, 3 damage with perplex. She has 3 clicks of leadership, 3 clicks of uh, perplex. And that's pretty much the whole dial. Like, it's... It's okay. Hey, don't forget about that last click pulse wave there. Oh yeah, there's that too. It's it's Jean Grey though. I don't know. That's true. There, there are a lot of other Jean Greys that are much better. So, there you go. Uh, not gonna. Not, all right, you're so not gonna waste any time with Jean Grey. All right. You know. So keeping along with the uh, telepaths. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's it. Just telepaths. <laughs> Just no, telepaths. So. How did, have, how did the Ringmaster make it into this set? Yeah, exactly. The Ringmaster <laughs> made it somehow made it into the X-Men set. So, Professor X, uh, 037A, just want to point that out, A, ahem. So, whatever the rare prime will be, maybe a little something off Professor X here. It's him in the hover chair. Him, it now. Oh, that would be cool. That would actually be really cool. I mean, they've done it before, but it's been a while. It's Yeah, it's been long enough to be like, yeah, we'll make a new one. So he's got eight range, double bolts. He's indomitable. He is 50 and 75 points. He's the X-Men team ability. He's got a trait. Headmaster with, like, we'll call him there, X-Men. So there might be a headmaster trait of, like, different, whatever, versions of something. But he's the headmaster of the X-Men. Leadership, perplex, comma, but only to target other friendly characters with the X-Men keyword. During first construction, you may include one student ID to your force without adding its cost. So he's like a mini Jarvis. He allows you to add one student ID to your force. That's nice. 
So for much more expensive, you get one, you get two less ID cards. Yes, exactly that. You're playing, <laughs> uh, what, 50-point line? You get, yep. Yeah. Don't complain. Okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> he has a special speed power for his first three clicks, or his first click of his 50-point line. I will not harm another if I can help it. Yeah, sure, Professor X. Mind control. When Professor X uses it as range action, he targets all opposing characters within range, regardless of line and fire. So that's eight range anywhere. Alright? And all hit targets can't make attacks during the actions, so that basically means he just gives them move actions. Which basically means he's ringmaster. <laughs> In a way I called it, so let's just we'll stop right there. That is it that he has for, like, special and really cool stuff. He has mind control, in cap, you know, defend and outwit, all sorts of cool stuff. So, top dial, we're looking at six speed. He's Professor X. He's not very fast. Oh, I didn't tell you. He has improved targeting. May shoot-based characters, which is nice. Anyways, so he has six speed right away. He's Professor X. He's in a wheelchair. He can only go so fast. He has a 12 attack with incapacitate, 18 defense with defend, zero damage, of course, with outwit, since he will not harm another as his speed power implies. And he has great attack values for his first three clicks. That's a 12, 11, 11. Then he goes 10, 9 on his five-click dial. He has an 18 defense for his first two clicks, 17 on his next two, and then he loses defend on his last click, still to 17, zero damage all the way through, and he gets normal mind control on his last two clicks. You know what I don't like about that special power? Where's that? It doesn't even give you the option to use mind control regularly. Because if you read read the wording, it says when Professor X uses it as range, he targets oh. all opposing characters, so you have to. Yep. Regardless on fire, and hit targets can't make attacks during this action. So he's just like 75 points of I'll move you around. Or it's 50 points if I'll move you around. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> he is a very... I just... I don't think he's good. I... It would be kind of cool, I guess, if you had the ability to move him up and then mind control people, move him within range, and then you could use your outwit and then hit them. But you're investing 75 points for a character that has no offense whatsoever and he's not that good of a support character definitely better at the 50 since he does have leadership reflex outweighed at 50 although he has such a short dial you know jarvis at least had pseudo stop clicks you know for 40 points this professor x can just be <laughs> one shot very easily i don't know maybe i'm looking at this entirely wrong he does have perplex and outwit on yep. a 50 point dial and leadership and because of the changes of leadership i guess that could he be is good. better Brings in one free student ID card, which we don't know. Might be a lot better than just the one we've seen so far. Okay. All right. You know what? I, yeah, the important I'm going to reserve. Almost out of his chair reaching for pickles. That's like he is like <laughs> leaping forward, full hand open. Like this one looks a lot more that he's reaching for milk or something in the back of the fridge than any of the others. Normally he's like relaxed in his chair, but this one he is like, he is leaning forward. He's going for it, man. <laughs> He looks like he's hailing a cab. Hey! Hey, get over here! <laughs> okay. All right, maybe he's not as bad as I originally thought. Looking, whatever. All right, let's move on to... Is this the last one? I believe so. Okay, so 
apparently WizKids liked giving us previews of people with wings. This is also our second chase. This is Age of Apocalypse Angel uh, with the Age of Apocalypse keyword and the X-Men keyword. We have a 60-point dial, so just like Dark Beast. I kind of like that they're all low points, so you start fitting them on, like... That's pretty cool. Like, fit, fit five of them on a freaking... Whatever. Uh, okay, so one trait, Survivor of the Age of Apocalypse. For now, it's the exact same trait as as the Dark Beast one. So when he gets damaged, people get yeah. it. So, all right. This shows that they probably put this on all of the chases, and if they did, and you do run a theme team, that means that the revenge tokens are really going to stack up. Very true. So that's kind of cool. Uh, we do have one special speed power, and at the very end he has a special attack power, but we'll get into that. Special speed power is called You Never Know Who's Watching. He has sidestep and stealth, shape change, but only if Angel is not adjacent to a friendly character. So, here's I guess the kind of cool thing that you can do. He has nine speed. He's a flyer, duh. So, you carry your other Age of Apocalypse character up, drop him, sidestep away from them just to get shape change. You can do that. Yeah. That's an that's an option. Uh, he has 11 attack. His attack is naked all the way until the very end of the dial on the last click, which is click six. Um, combat reflexes for the first two, 17 defense top dial. Next two clicks are going to be ESD, and his last two clicks are going to be super senses. Damage is two on top dial with perplex, and it's the same on the second click, and then it's naked the rest of the dial, but it goes up to three just uh, vanilla. So, what is this wonderful attack power that he has, other than a stop click? Uh, it's it's Suicide Angel, is what it is. It's like Kamikaze oh. Angel. Like, trying to set things right. Uh, free. Deal three damage to each other character within five squares, and destroy each piece of blocking terrain within five squares. Then deal Angel one unavoidable damage. I It has been a very long time since I have read The Age of Apocalypse, I do not even remember what happened to Angel. Did he have on, like, a suicide vest or something? Like, what happened to this dude? And he just flies in, dives bomb, just blows himself up. I have no idea. I guess. Huh. How else would you de describe this? It, he explodes. Okay. All right. Whatever. Worst part is it's each other character, so that'll hit friendlies if you're not careful about it. Yeah, for sure. I will say this, on the last click, if you decide not to do the, like, suicide vest, you do have 8 speed charge, 11 attack, and 3 damage, and super senses. So, he might be able to stick around and do some damage. This is kind of like last-ditch effort, I guess. I think I would much rather, I mean, leave the suicide as a last option, obviously, but... An 8 charge with 11 attack, 3 damage, especially with the revenge tokens you'll probably have built up since this is your very last click and it's a stock click. You can probably deal out some really good damage, you know, before you just decide to poof. That's true. And also, I like that there's a little bit of sticking around power on the two chases that we've seen, so that kind of helps the revenge token thing activate and trigger. Very true. One has uh, steel energy, one has a stop click. So at least they're not going to get, hopefully, just annihilated. So that's all we've got for previews for the X-Men set. Uh, 
I'm I'm sitting somewhere in neutral ground on them. I'm not really hating on them, but I'm not really liking them either. Where are you sitting, Calder? I it's sort of fifty fifty. Like I sort of see where they're going. So I really like the chases, but I'm probably not going to get them. So far, anyways, we'll have to see where that goes out. But I'm not excited for this set yet by what I've seen. Jean Grey doesn't excite me. Uh, Icarus sure as hell doesn't excite me. Professor X, I'm sort of meh about. Uh, it'll probably come down to what the ID cards are, really. Yeah, and I'm guessing that that's probably going to be a major selling point of this set. Oh, 100%. Considering how, uh, use this word, meta the ID cards are, or have always been, it definitely depends on how good the ID cards are, how good the columns are, etc., etc. All right, I guess we'll see. There have been times in the past where a set had just on the verge of it was starting to come out and I was not that excited about it and then the set turned around entirely and turned out to be a pretty decent set. I will bite my tongue and I will say I was wrong about the Harley Quinn set. It turned out to be pretty good. So there's that. But I am really excited about something that we need to move on to because it just brings back the nostalgic feels, Calder. This, Ooh. I mean, this was my childhood. This is the news that dropped today. And, oh my gosh. There are so many people that are not excited about this at all. But I'm like, really? Yes! I mean, oh! Oh my god. All right. So here we that? go. Just the next, the, the, the next <laughs> DC set has been announced. You guys know I'm not a huge DC fan. I don't really get all excited about anything DC, but oh my gosh, I'm excited about this. <laughs> the next set is Batman the Animated Series from the 90s. <laughs> it's fantastic. It is straight up the 90s, like, sculpts. It's, it's amazing. So there are multiple i guess that these are going to be sub themes inside the set uh justice league unlimited so it's Ooh. not only just batman the animated series and then they also went into batman beyond as a sub theme and Which then last awesome. yeah yes correct yes that's fantastic and then lastly less cool i guess some people will probably like this super friends Okay, so I am excited, actually, for that. <laughs> I am actually really excited for that. Why? Apache Chief, dude. Okay, that's fair. That's the first time he's ever been clicked, so... Exactly. Oh, I am wicked excited for that. And potential Wonder Twins right there. All right, let's... Well, that's very true. You can turn into a bucket of water and, a, and a shark. Who doesn't want to, Chris? Who doesn't want to? <laughs> All right, let's go back, though. Okay, so... <laughs> Right. I'm totally out of order in, in show notes. Let's go back to the starter set that was announced for this. It is a starter set. It is uh, spouting that it comes with everything that you need to play. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is that it says specifically that it comes with two, not just one, two double-sided maps. Oh, wow. That's actually really awesome. Yeah, right? Two double-sided maps. It comes with... Comes with a HeroClix rulebook, the maps, a powers and abilities card, object tokens, terrain tokens, dice, and character cards. So they almost have everything that you need to play with. Last thing that they missed was action tokens, action but tokens. The, like under the grand scheme of things, that's that's not that big a deal. You can use like little pennies, whatever. Um, so 
Calder, do you want to tell me who the six characters are that are who, in this starter set? Who do we get in the Batman Animated Series starter set? Well, we get no one else but Dark Knight himself and his trusty sidekick, Robin. We get Catwoman, Poison Ivy, the Joker, and of course, the person that was like debuted in the Batman the Animated Series. We get Harley Quinn. Yeah, this is sweet. Look at the sculpts, man. This and is like 100% the animated, animated series. Animated way, yeah. I, hmm. It so looks that. sweet. The box art for the starter set Is looks that sweet. Batman. Yeah. There's nothing special else in this other than the fact that it is a starter. Um, so no, like, extra little thing that they throw in. But I'm legitimately excited about this. I might buy this starter set if the figures don't suck. But, dude, I loved the Batman animated series. I loved Justice League Unlimited. I think there's like 92 or 93 episodes. I've watched all of them like three times a piece. Oh, wow. It's fantastic. Okay. So, that's going to be good stuff. There was a picture of the... Let me scroll. Picture of the box of the brick itself. And you can zoom in. And I it took me a minute to figure out what was on the side of this box. But it looks like we have... <laughs> An Aquaman riding a seahorse. That's because from the Super Friends. why not? Oh, yes, obviously. Because why not? <laughs> a Wonder Woman that looks like she's deflecting bullets, so that's probably also the Super Friends. I guess it could be Justice League Unlimited. I couldn't really tell. It's not descript enough to know. And then lastly, well, lastly for the Super Friends side of it, it looks like there's a Hawkman. Oh, and that's definitely... Well, no. Hawkman is more in... Unlimited, wouldn't you say? Oh, no. Well, actually, look at the box art really closely. The the footer says Super Friends right there. So this is those uh, three figures are all probably Super all Super Friends. Sure. Okay. Right? And then right above them is a footer for Batman Beyond. And then you uh, – tell us who those three characters are, I think. Old Man Bruce, for sure. Then, and he's, in, he's got a cane. Yeah, he's got a cane. Oh, and then – who is the robot? I don't know who that is. I, hate I, I think it might be Metallo, but I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen Batman Beyond. Okay. I don't remember Metallo being in Batman Beyond, though, but I I just I could be misremembering. Like, he's a robot. Like, why would he die? He would probably still be around in the future, right? That is, yeah. I would say so, yes. Fair enough. So that means that we're probably getting some really sweet Batman Beyond villains that I really liked, like Plastique. I thought she was really cool. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She, she was, like, made of ink or something. I don't know. Her whole body was, like, liquid. She was, like, the DC equivalent of Hydro Man, and she could just do whatever she wanted with her body, which was really sweet. All right, what else have we got in this picture? Oh, you know, no one, no one special, Chris. Just like, you know. <clears throat> Do we have to completely spell it out? It's that shock, obviously. No. It's... <laughs> Hopefully, this one will have keywords. Uh, I... No, there, there's no static shock on no, the box art that we know shock. of. Uh, you got for legitimately for a second, you got somebody excited. Terry McGinnis. Sorry. What? Shame on you. <laughs> uh, it is. It's oh, Terry McGinnis. Uh, the last uh, time, did they name him Batman Beyond? The last time they made him, I, I don't know. I question. don't remember. No, they did not. 
Um, I am not looking through the 8 billion Batmans to see the last time that they made a Batman and it just happens to be Terry McGinnis. So, uh, that's pretty cool. That's I'm excited to see that. I mean, you can't make a Batman beyond something and not after McGinnis, so. Okay, so, to, to just voice a little bit of the criticism that I have read about why this set is not very highly anticipated by some people... There are, in fact, a lot of things that DC could reclicks that they have not or go further into that they have not, and then they decided to just make another Batman set. So if you look DC-wise, last set, Harley Quinn. That was Batman. The last set before that was Joker's Wild. That was Batman. And then the set before that was, I guess, Wonder Woman, uh, or I'm sorry, World's Finest, which is half of a Batman set. You know, so I can see where people would be like, yeah, they, they so, could have done they could have done uh, the Legion of Superheroes. You know what I mean? They haven't done those guys in a while. So I mean, wait, there are other DC characters besides Batman. Yeah, this is a new revelation to me, Chris. I never knew that. Um, Flash is no longer modern. They could have gone back and oh, done sure. something with the Flash. They, you know, Teen Titans are way overdue for actually being clicks. And I'm yes, but I but make it a good set were, this time. <laughs> I know some of them were made in Wonder Woman. Uh, there are a lot of people that want the other Titans. So you know the ones we care about. Yeah. So there's your criticisms. Huh. I'm excited about the animated set. You know, haters gonna hate, but whatever. So, after everything, you can look at everything else. Like, oh, it's the whatever third, fourth Batman set we've got pretty much in a row for DC. But I mean, it's Batman animated. It's Justice League Unlimited. It's it's the cartoons, man. And that, that's, yeah, that's awesome. The last time they made Justice League and um, Unlimited clicks, man, I hope I'm not wrong when I say this, was sometime back near Legacy. They weren't specifically Justice League Unlimited, but you know how they made the um, the Defenders uh, Fast Forces? Oh, it yeah. was the Marvel Knights Fast Knights, Forces, it but it was really like them making the TV show. Yeah. Just like low-key making the TV show. They did the exact same thing, but for the Justice League Unlimited and the original Justice League TV show back from the 90s, and they made that like – oh, man, that was so long ago – I can't. I can't even remember, but it was a thing. I want to say it was Cosmic Justice. Might have been. It might have been it because I'm clicking on that Green Arrow and I'm like, that's the Green Arrow from the animated series. They just okay. They didn't spout it as that. So okay. All right, we got more news to move on. As much as I would love to reminisce to all night keep... long on the animated Batman series. To be fair, this is like the greatest news I've heard in a long time. Yeah, this show was fantastic because, I mean, DC does a fantastic job on animated stuff. And that show is still to this day considered like one of the so best, good. best animated series probably of all time, especially considering or especially about like comic book characters. We could talk all night. Let's move on. We've got other movie stuff, and I'm anxious to see some uh, previews for this stuff down the road. All right. In disappointing DC uh, DC Universe movie news, uh, 
They basically canned the Lobo and Deadshot movies that were in some form of production, but I can't remember which one it was. But we were I was on a cinemablend.com, which I've been on there a lot recently, which is pretty cool when it comes or when it comes to you getting uh, comic book news and that kind of stuff. So I was a little bit disappointed to see that they canned a Lobo movie because that Lobo is, is really by far shame. one of the coolest characters in all of DC. He's the main man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so why would you can a movie about one of your coolest characters? Whatever. Uh, also, Deadshot movie canceled, and if it would have been Will Smith, you know. It oh been. yeah. So it does not matter what Will Smith acts in. I want to see it. So it's not so much I'm upset that they're not making a Deadshot movie. I'm upset that they're not making a Will Smith movie. Yeah, I'd go with that. All right, moving on to a little bit more cinema blend news that I thought was quite honestly one of the funniest things that I've read in a very long time. You know when irony is so thick that you just you can't even continue reading it? I want to go back bad. to a movie that is by far spouted as one of the single worst Marvel movies ever made. And... The, and that is Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Now, did you like? Did you like that movie? So I can look. I'm in my basement. I'm in my nice little basement area. I can see my Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance poster on my wall, and I can say yes, I liked that movie <laughs> more than the first one. And because I am such a Ghost Rider fan, I can block out all the horrible parts of that movie. And just think about the parts where he's doing really cool stuff as Ghost Rider, and Ghost Rider doesn't look hokey. And that's. I'm glad, man. You stick to your guns. <laughs> All right, for the rest of us that live in the real world, and we know that that movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> I want to go. I want to go to this cinnamon blend uh, article where I guess someone sat down, and I don't know why they sat down and interviewed one of the directors, <laughs> Brian Taylor of uh, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. And they asked him what his thoughts were on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I just want to read what he said, okay? The Marvel movies, I just don't understand at all. I have to be honest, they seem very long to me. I've got to be careful the way I say this. I just don't get them. I'm kind of bored with them, and I just don't find them particularly entertaining. I think they're really well made in terms of craft. The action is really good. They're technically really great. They have a lot of actors that I love, but I just don't get it. So the guy that made one of the worst move Marvel movies of all time can't understand what success looks like is what I got out of this. Ooh. <laughs> oh, why do they even sit down and talk to this guy? I don't know. Like, do they just throw like a dartboard and just see whose name it hits? Like, oh, we'll talk to him this week, I guess. I'm going to an article. I don't know. I just uh, thought that was incredibly funny. I just... The irony, man. It was... <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Something you know that... You to make a movie with Nicolas Cage in it? I mean, literally no one else has done that before. He is such a um, actor, Chris. I mean, clearly this... Wicker is... Man was the third greatest movie of all time. Oh. <laughs> These bees! <laughs> oh, my God. Good stuff. That is spot on. All right. Oh. 
Let's talk about Black Panther. You oh, watched, yeah. I watched a featurette that came out about talking about the origins of Black Panther. They showed, I think, a little bit of unreleased previously video footage of the upcoming Black Panther movie and delved a little bit into his past. Stan Lee was in the featurette itself, and I always like seeing Stan the man. So that was cool. What do you think? Oh, I thought it was neat. I like it. If absolutely nothing else, it was interesting. It was interesting. By the way, I'm going to link all this stuff in our podcast notes, so the Cinnamon Blend um, articles and <laughs> Ghost Rider Spirit, Spirit of Vengeance article. Um, you don't want to see someone piss fire in a movie, Chris? I'm sorry. I don't understand how you don't think that's a cinema masterpiece. <laughs> uh, okay, confirmed. Black, uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, uh, best, fourth best movie of all time. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easily top four. So, check out the Black Panther Origins featurette. It's on YouTube. It's fantastic. I'll link it. Moving on. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been going strong. Tell me how you feel about it without spoilers. Uh, well, I don't have to spoil much because I missed the last episode, <laughs> the one that came out last Friday. Oh, so, yeah, I, I missed that one. But I still like it. I mean, I still... It's, it's, it's really good, and I'll say it once and say it again. I didn't know how well I was going to take to this season, especially with the setting, but I'm I'm loving it. I really like it. It's getting better and better as the season goes on, and this is not the first time that they have done this, by the way. I remember articles coming out when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first became a thing, and the first half of the season, everyone was like, it's, it's okay, it's not bad. And then the second half, like, ramped into overdrive, and everyone was like, sure. this is a really good show. It's doing the same thing. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I will say this, and I, once again, I, I guess this is kind of spoiler territory. So if you're adamantly against spoilers for um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this is not huge, but tune out for, like, ten more ten seconds. They are bringing in familiar Inhumans from the comic books into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A character that I actually like from the comics, his name is Flint, gets powers, and I liked it. So, that's cool. And they kept him about the age that he actually is. Oh, good. So, that's pretty cool. Alright, Runaways news, weekly update. They still have not run away. Uh, but... <laughs> They were already renewed for a second season. I think that it's going to be called The Stay-at-Homes, but um, Ooh. just just kidding. That. <laughs> uh, the, there is supposed to be a huge ordeal go down in the last episode that will air I, like next week or something. So, uh, yeah. If you have not gotten a chance to watch, start watching The Runaways, understand that it is a TV show about Teenagers. teenagers. So it's uh, kind of angsty and, and stuff like that. Jaylene loves it, though, but she's she also likes Twilight, so take that with a grain of salt. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Have you Are you caught up on Runaways? I am caught up. You like it so far? Do you think it's getting better? Or... It took an interesting turn, uh, but I I think it's, it's going somewhere, and I, I'm kind of liking it, but it's I'm also like... going somewhere. <laughs> I just, you know, if they would run away, I would, uh, I'd probably like it more. Yeah, like, I'll the reason that. that the Runaways ran away in the comics, they did it in, like, issue one. Yeah, they were gone They're like, already. deuces, we're out, we're not dealing with that. 
and then this entire first season is we're going to deal directly with what the other universe versions of us there is ran away from so much going on with the parents i could literally not care less because we never had to care about the parents in the comics that much <laughs> so i'm like why are, what is why um, I just, why i don't care what these people are doing i just want to just uh I just really like Molly Hernandez, man. Hernandez, yep. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. All right. All right. I did buy, uh, I said this a couple episodes ago, uh, that I gave you guys, we gave you guys a holiday guide, and I threw some action tokens onto that holiday guide. I didn't want to steer you guys wrong, so I actually bought the action tokens. They arrived in the mail, so here's your uh, real time for me review of the action tokens since I just opened them just a little bit ago and haven't had time to sit down and look at them. So I got six action tokens for about six bucks or so. You can you can hear them. They sound like action tokens. Sound. They're not made of like foam or anything. They're ah. like poker chips. Um, here's what I think. Uh, they're a little bit less than what I wanted out of them. They're not going to be on the same level as... The ones that you buy from WizKids that they actually manufacture, these are stickers, I can tell. They are not imprinted onto the action token themselves. And the one real – I wouldn't really care that much about them being stickers except for maybe what the what the sticker itself is made out of. It's got this kind of like glossy coat on it. That Have you ever put a phone screen on a phone? And oh, yeah. accidentally left like uh, like a one bubble a under it. Or something off. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like that a little bit. Hmm. It's much more reflective than I thought it was going to be. But the weight of them is overall nice. So are they like they're heavier. They're not like the cheap kind of plasticky chips I see some people use. They're they're heavier than that. Uh, I don't know. Can you hear this? Like when I drop them? Okay, that sounds pretty heavy to me. Yeah, so I will say this. He did a good job of scaling down pictures, uh, minor Moon Knight pictures. Um, these are all – it's like six different iterations of Moon Knight, and I mentioned that before. We've got stuff from the Bendis run, stuff from – let's see. That's straight up the 1990s Moon Knight. I don't remember who did that. Ellis run. You have the actual Mr. Knight. So completely different eras of Moon Knight, and that's pretty cool. He did a really good job of scaling down the the pictures enough to fit them onto an action token. So I'd say, generally speaking, if you want something that's unique, I'd probably go to this guy. It's decent enough to – like, if it were the same price as the – uh, WizKids created ones, I would not pay that. So I would not pay like 12 bucks for for these. But I think I paid like 6 or 6.50 and then some shipping and handling, so I I still think it came out under $10 or something like that. So I would say yes worth $10. Uh, but they're not like crazy pro level. Oh my god, these are the best action tokens I've ever seen. Hmm. Okay. So there you go. All right. And Lastly, on news, I want to, I, we forgot to mention this. I said to one of our listeners on Twitter, he posted something from his own life. He actually got a 
clicks carrying case that was made by his brother, and he posted a picture of it on Twitter, and it looks sweet. It is uh, Deadpool themed, and it just looks very well constructed. It's uh, Critical Missives is at Critical Missives on Twitter if you wanna check that out. But uh, I did retweet it, so you can check that out on the Dial H Twitter as well. Does it look cool? Looks really cool. Yeah, it looks. It's got the Deadpool emblem on the front of it. It also has a Deadpool emblem, I guess, that unlocks it because the case itself locks. Mm. And then on the inside, it's got a foam lining it like you would expect with, I guess, a light inside of it. It lights up. I thought that was pretty sweet. It's very sweet. So check that out. That's all I got on news, Calder. Do you have anything else? I would believe that wraps us up on me let me see okay. yeah well we don't have any guests so can't play bad samaritan there was just too much news coming out so quickly so to go and find somebody which by the way if you are a listener to dial h for hero clicks and you want to be on for bad samaritan get a hold of calder and i on either facebook or twitter and we'll see what we can do schedule some stuff out i've been very lazy that is my fault just due to the holidays of not contacting people and uh, seeing if they wanted to get on the show. So let's move on to a couple of different segments we like to do, especially when we don't have um, a guest on the show. And I, I think I'm going to start off first this week. Is that all right with you, Calder? Hey, it's fine by me, Chris. All right. Let's get into a hidden gem. Uh, hidden gems is a segment where we go back and I uh, pick a figure that came out in a set that was completely overshadowed by the meta stuff and nobody was talking about it. So this is just a hidden gem in a set of a piece that's actually pretty good. Let's go back to Joker's Wild. Okay? Do you remember what was in Joker's Wild that was meta and everyone was talking about it? Well, there are only two figures in Joker's Wild, Chris. There's the Bizarro Green Arrow and then there's Shaquem Thunder and that's it. Those are the only uh, two yeah. figures in Joker's Wild. Um, and no one cared about anything else. <laughs> Basically. But but I want to talk about something, especially since we I, I think the last two times we did Hidden Gems, we I picked uh, Marvel characters. So let's let's give some love to DC. Coming in at a hundred and twenty points, we've got Batman. Ah. I, I think this is actually a really good Batman. I used it a couple times in Sealed, and every single time it turned out to be a lot better than I what I anticipated. We've got the Batman family keywords, detective, Gotham City, martial artist, and the Outsiders. We have the Batman ally team ability along with the Outsiders team ability. Now, I know Outsiders did get nerfed with the rules changes, but it's still there, and that at least it's there. It's pretty cool what it can do. Um, don't have to worry about Unimind anymore, but, you know, Outsiders is Outsiders, so there's that. Uh... We have one special attack, we have one trait, and we do have some improved movement, which is ignores elevated terrain and ignores hindering terrain, which I personally think every Batman should have, right? Yeah. Because Batman, Batman's like, this is just one of those things. He always has, like, a bat grappling hook and that kind of stuff, and he could always get over whatever he wanted to get over. So this is, like, a really solid Batman. On top dial, he has uh, 10 speed with running shot, 11 attack, which is good with a special attack power, 18 defense with toughness, and 3 damage with leadership. It is a 6 click long dial, so you're only getting 6 clicks for 120 points, which kind of sucks, but I think you, what I'm going to try and sell to you is a little bit, uh, 
outside the box. <laughs> Nailed it. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I did. I was so dumb. Uh, I did the gun motion in the air like people could see me. I was like, nailed it. Um, my team to handle with the league won't is the name of the trait. It says, once per turn, when a friendly character within six squares uses the outsider's team ability, guess what? He counts himself. That character can immediately use outwit, but only to target the opposing character targeted for the outsider's team ability. So he is traded outwit, basically. So you outsider someone and then outwit them, which is pretty cool. And then the special attack power, which he has the entire dial, all six clicks, is analytical mind and utility belt. This, by the way, is how you create a, a uh, pickup power character, in my opinion. Give Batman a free action and choose one, energy explosion, Force Blast, Incapacitate, Precision Strike, or Willpower. Batman can choose can use the chosen power until he chooses again. So, basically, this guy has permanent stealth, permanent outsiders to do what outsiders does, permanent outwit. He does have leadership, so his keywords, they could be better, but Batman Family, Gotham City, and Outsiders is kind of broad when you add them all together. Mm. So you've got team variety. And just the ability to pick what you need for the moment that you have it. Is this character, like, as good as the uh, Batman that – the shifting focus Batman? Probably not. But I did like this character regardless because he does have five – he's just – he did really well for me in Sealed. Um, his attack is very stable, 11 attack, 10-10, 11-10-9. And when he goes from running shot, which are the first three clicks, into charge, which are the next three clicks, um, I'm, he switches just like Batman switches. So it kind of does the shifting focus thing. So you're running in, you, and then you base him and stuff like that. And just the ability to choose what you need kind of for the thing is the exact same reason everybody uses pick a power because it's utilitarian. Mm. And what I kept doing, which this was my mistake because I'm dumb, was I kept forgetting to choose willpower when I wasn't using energy explosion, force blast, incapacitator, precision strike. So I was giving myself like clicks of damage for pushing for no reason. But even that, even when I was giving myself clicks of damage for no reason, he was still pulling through in what I needed him to do in the moment. So this is a common, uh, and just for what it can do, there are other Batmans out there that are better, but we don't all want to go and spend like $20 to buy Trinity War Batman. So this is probably like 50 cents or a dollar or something like that for a common. Probably you have people that will just give you this if you just want a solid Batman. And there you go. So that's a hidden gem for the Joker's Wild set. Well, very nice. Very nice. I do like this Batman a lot. All right. How about uh, how about we take a trip? Oh, yeah. Uh... Taking a trip down a corner. That's my job to give you a good deal. That's and, where Drew lives and, now. Yeah, oh, totally. When he left the podcast, he just moved to the corner. He has a very nice cardboard box. I will tell you this. It is nicer than everybody else's cardboard box in the corner. <laughs> like I like I said, we're cheap, we're cheap here at the corner. We're real cheap. So that's where we like to keep it. Cheap living, cheap spending. That's the way to go. Don't get yeah, I'm not gonna use any loose change. No loose change. Get Drew. Shoot, I'm doing a, doing a segment, buddy. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. All right. Anyways, 
50 points. Starting us off. Ooh. No range. Don't special combat. <laughs> Ooh. Don't, don't need okay. it. All right. Don't need it. Great. And I mean, great keywords. Ruler, soldier, and warrior. And I'm not keeping any keywords hidden from you this week. I'm just, I'm giving you all of them. They're all generic and they're all good. Okay. Good generic keywords. Okay. All right. All right. I like charge. Charge is a good, good power for me. How it's like a eight, eight charge, 11 mm-hmm. attack with blades, claws, fangs, 16 defense, combat reflexes, three damage top dial. Exact same click on the second dial, except it's a two damage. Doesn't matter. You're gonna roll blades anyways. Yep. I mean, I already like this. Fifty points. Yeah, charge blades. Eleven attack, charge blades. Well, we have blades the entire dial. We have combat reflexes the entire dial. Sure, we we, we lose charge on the third click, but what do we get? Close combat expert. CCC baby. CCC. Okay. All right. Man, this is only fifty points. This is fifty points. And the last two clicks, if. If for some reason you feel compelled, it goes back up to a three damage on the very last click. Where he, ooh, I let know it's a he. Oh my, has a speed power. Can make range attacks as if he had a range value of six. So on the last two clicks, when you have a ten attack and a nine attack with a two and a three damage, maybe someone's like, all right, we're done basing this guy, close combat guy. They just went away from him. Now he's got range. Taking pot shots for your team. And all throughout, blades and combat <laughs> reflexes. I mean, this is this is an amazing charge blades piece. And just go ahead, toss on some range just for flavor, because why not? With a very cool sculpt, by the way. Sculpt's very important. I mean, you like loincloths, don't you, Chris? I love loincloths. Oh, who doesn't? Those are my favorite kind of cloths. Double swords, shoulder pauldron here. You know, no pants, no no shirt, who needs them? And just <laughs> no a loincloth and some nice boots with, like, a, a holster, which straps to a bare thigh, which is probably really uncomfortable, but who cares? Because it's got to keep his 44. And he's got a Thor helmet and some sweet facial hair. I mean, I'm, Sculpt should sell this guy alone. Okay. Well, you totally gave it away. I did the, totally give it away. Thor I did. That might Wait, be too far. I I thought, Maybe you do. I thought that they had, like, the Asgardian keyword. Oh, no, this is... There's no way this is an Asgardian, Chris. You think any Asgardian would wear a loincloth? Actually, no, that's totally untrue. You think an Asgardian? <laughs> you think an Asgardian has a 44 uh, Magnum? You think that's a thing that's a thing an Asgardian has? But okay. Then again, okay, Scourge mm-hmm. had guns, so right, maybe maybe not. No, I'm talking about... Oh, do you want to guess the price real quick, or should I just say the name? I, I actually... Uh... No, I don't know. What, would, Who is what it? would you pay for this right now? What I would, what would I pay for that? Oh yeah. It, uh, let's see. I keep under guessing. I'm gonna say I don't want to under guess and undermine the point of this segment. I'm gonna say one billion dollars. One billion dollars. That is a good guess, Chris. <laughs> Close. <laughs> That's a Not good guess. <laughs> Not a good guess at all. All right, who is it? Zero what is 21 it? DC's 75th anniversary. Mini with card. For 49 cents, you get Warlord. Who is Warlord? That is what I said when I saw this piece. Then I saw this. Uh, got Soldier, Ruler, Warrior, and a great dial for 50 points and 49 cents. Look at that sculpt. Just look at it. All in its beauty. What what set is it again? DC 75th. DC 75th. We went back. The, this oh no! I no kidding. We went back. <laughs> My lord. Okay. Um. 
Man, that came out in two, 2010. All right. Warlord. I got I to gotta click on it so I can see this sweet skull that you were talking about. Yeah, that's sweet. That is a loincloth. I knew I, I knew I wanted this piece. You had me sold it, loincloth. Does he have an eye patch? Because that'd be. Sweet I believe too. it's an eye patch. Uh, that looks like a direct rip off of a certain character uh, that I know of. Oh, uh, who could that? Um, but okay, legitimately though. <laughs> why does a Viking have a forty-four Magnum? That is a good question. That's a question we should all ask ourselves. I have no idea. <laughs> but it's awesome. Okay. And based on this user, January eleventh. Seven years ago, on uh, 2011, he said the best you can have for 50 points. Maybe he's right. Hey, actually, you know, this figure really still holds oh, up. Oh, yeah, he's actually, he's like, aged amazing. When you consider the fact that this is DC 75th, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Okay, well, that was uh, Hidden Gem and Value Corner. Hope, hope you guys... What, no. Go out and this seems like a generic, by the way, Warlord. It, it probably oh, is not, no. but this seems like something you could buy like twenty-five of, and <laughs> and just have an army of loincloths. Just, I mean, that would be pretty Check sweet. Cool stuff, ain't yet tomorrow, and it's gonna be like, oh, they don't have any warlords. What what happened? And then some dude somewhere has got an army of warlords, and I was like, this is my loincloth army. <laughs> Run in fear for my loincloth army. Let's move on. Let's do some community and then uh, close out for the night. We ask community questions about once a week, so we get answers. We get them on Twitter and on the Facebook, which is where we post them. And last week's community question was, what quick clicks related present did you really want this year that you were disappointed to not get? Uh, by the way, we gave a copy or we're giving away a copy of Logan for our favorite answer and uh, we'll get into that in a second but i was i just want to preface this by saying some of these answers were sadly entertaining for me <laughs> uh, but i'll explain here in a second do you want to uh start us off on facebook absolutely i'll start us off jeremy clark the wonder woman chase from the gravity feed that whiz kids never released where is she whiz kids so, <laughs> You know not not the only person that said that. Ah. Uh, moving over to the Twitter, we have uh, Stevie Z Art, which I I don't think we've ever gotten we we've gotten responses from people that I have never heard from before. So and we are getting new followers on Twitter, so this is really cool. We really like that. Uh, Stevie Z Art said, "I wanted a three-day terrain deal. Guess I will go back to making my own." Uh, Stevie Z Art, if you make your own 3D stuff, you should probably post that to Twitter and tag us in it because I want to see it. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Don't keep that to yourself, man. We all want to see it. Yeah. Uh, Tim Sear on Facebook. Just spent 75 bucks. don't worry, it was a gift card, on tools and wood to make a clicks tray that would have cost somebody $25 to buy for me. Ahem. I can feel the spite <laughs> saying that to buy for me. Apparently, I need a, a griddle, and I didn't know it. So, yeah, he uh, he just went ahead and he's like, Thanos, fine, I'll do it myself. And he, he bought the tools to make it. So let us know how that turns out, Tim, actually. I really want to see that. I would also very much. I, I like when people just make their own stuff. I like seeing everybody's creativity. 
So, so creative. Yeah. Why are you guys so Tag us and stuff. Yeah. All right. Going back to the Twitter, we had CJ, the CJ class of 09. Uh, this is an, also a new tweeter, responder, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> said Martha Wayne Joker, dot, uh, dot, dot, will never happen. <laughs> man. Rough. Rough. That's okay. I had a really sarcastic answer to his response oh, yeah. or to what he said. I said, don't worry about it. It only took six years to get Killer Moth, and it was only a rare. And they did such a good job Great on job. it. So with, without a doubt, they will nail Martha Wayne Joker. Don't worry. going to jinx her now, Chris. Now she's just going to... Destined to be, obviously, the greatest thing you ever made. <laughs> Peter Zachary on Facebook. One of the best gifts of here that he actually did get was a chance to play a lot of games with my family. Aww, we don't, we don't want to hear this good stuff, though. Come on, Chris. We, we want to we hear what, what bad happened, Peter. But anyways, uh, I also learned that I really like Thunderbolts, so I asked for Deadpool Thunderbolts Fast Forces. And, you know, yay, it was 40 to $50, really. It's like, why not that much in price? For six plastic figures on a map, wouldn't you know? Wait, how much did he pay for that? 40 to $50. It says 40 to 50 So it's like... What? No. I can't believe it went up that much in price. There's... What? <laughs> I feel like I have to go to Cool Stuff right now to see if that's true. That seems like way too much because there's nothing in there that's like meta. Well, first of all, it's not even modern, right? So why why would it even be uh, that expensive? Yeah, I know. The blue chick, I thought she was sort of meta. Wasn't she had like a 50-point line? I don't remember what her name was. Something. Uh, Grace. I, I can't remember. I don't know what. I have no idea what it was. But she had like a... 50-point line that was very Scarlet Witch-esque, 50-point starter line sort of thing with, like, props. Mercy. Mercy. That was her name. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. She was all right. Everybody else was just I, I mean, she was good, but she was certainly not worth $40 good. That's true. What the heck? Man, that, that was the original um, Deadpool set, wasn't it? Yep. Wow. Hold on. Deadpool, <laughs> Thunderbolts, Fast Forces, Cool Stuff, Inc. is... Not for sale by itself. Oh. What? What? Wouldn't you know? What? <laughs> the plot thickens. The, <laughs> the plot thickens. Oh my god, it's out of stock. Okay, you have to go into the actual. You have to go into the actual um, set on Cool Stuff to get the Fast Forces, even though they have a Fast Forces tab where you can buy the things individually but not as mm. a whole. It's out of stock and it's twenty nine ninety nine. I bet it's been out of stock for so long on Cool Stuff Inc. And that's probably why part of the price is that expensive. Holy cow, though. That is insane. I, yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, Nick Pitt on Twitter said, "I really wanted an ex- explanation as to why six sets were released in twenty seventeen before the rules changes were enacted. Instead, I got some half blank." Uh, um, I'm trying not to cuss on this podcast anymore. Erratas on figures that should have been fixed in playtesting. Nick, we yeah. talked about this. Playtesting doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, but yes, no, I 100% agree with you. That's, but it is what it is. Uh, David Herberger on the Facebook. In some ways, I was relieved not to get any blind boosters for Christmas. Well, that's okay. If you don't pull, well, yeah. it's a letdown. I, too, was happy to get time off and play a bunch of games with my son. The gift of no new sets for at least a month is a present enough. According with the optimistic outlook, people, we're trying to, trying to be a little more negative here, but okay. I'm with you. 
Um, okay, so Collectible on the Twitter said, Proteus, any sealed clicks, really? My wife thinks I have enough. <laughs> Which was... Oh. I, that was definitely up there on my favorite answers, on one of my favorite answers, because it it turns out there are a lot of people that have significant others that don't want to feed our addiction. I can't possibly imagine why. <laughs> uh, Amber Collins on the Facebook, little narrative clicks here going on, wasn't looking for anything fear clicks related this year. That feels like a lie, but okay. I really wanted to put the bombshells dice token set in my husband's stocking, but couldn't find it for him. Well. Wait, what? Is that a female? That is, that's female. Whoa. We have a female like, listener. <laughs> hey, welcome to Dial H for Hero Clicks, where we are a diverse crowd. Hey, she's been on the podcast before. You don't need to. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I knew that. Yeah, sure you did, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> How quickly we forget. Um, so yeah, so this is um, the nicest way she could probably put saying, oh, Jason didn't get anything for Christmas. That's too bad. Couldn't find it. No stocking stuff for you. Right on. Um, okay, so a boneless pizza, a.k.a. Seth Aaron. Superman <laughs> Seth Aaron. Can I get pizza? <laughs> uh, bone? Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Seth, for oh. changing your name on Twitter like every other week. It, it is no, like... So much amusement is what I get from this. But his response is, I asked my fiance for a Maestro Super Rare just because I liked his sculpt, and she told me I had enough pieces already, and she's not going to feed my, quote, problem. She refuses to get me anything clicks related. That's <laughs> a running theme. Ow. <laughs> oh, I laughed at that. This is the uh, third time I am laughing out loud about that because I just imagine this household. <laughs> she's like, I'm not buying you any more hero clicks. And Seth's just in the oh. corner crying, trying oh. to pick up new Twitter names. <laughs> this is so sad. Uh, wow. That was good stuff. Oh, Facebook. All right. Ryan Poling tried to drop several hints about those nice custom trays to carry your team and your dice. Obviously, it was not direct enough, and I still sit here, sadly, without a nifty custom tray. Ah. <sighs> Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> um, little Plastic Superheroes said, told my wife I wanted the Wonder Woman mass exclusive chase from the Wonder Woman set. Apparently they never hit Target store shelves, sad face. Oh. <laughs> Pour one out. Just... Uh, Brian. I just said Brian. It's one of my things. Tyler Murray. <laughs> my cousin got me some boosters to Harley Quinn, actually, which has been sold out in my area since release. No chase, but pulled some rares. Didn't have, you know, so only thing I would have liked to see was a new holiday figure from WizKids. So again, blind boosters. Pulling rares, that kind of sucks. But, hey. Pulling rares. Hey, man, that's going to happen when you're pulling Icarus. That's, ooh, oh, don't. <laughs> I don't wish that on anyone, I'm sorry. Don't put that karma into the world. Uh, Timu said, didn't get to play any di- i'm sorry let me start restart didn't get to play one more epic game of clicks with my buddy before he disappeared to france to study for like half a year that was the saddest response Aww. i got i i really do feel bad for you by the way timu also fun fact uh i just decided to start like clicking on everyone's names and figuring because i'm just interested where our listeners are in the world and where they listen to us. And I just clicked on Timu one day, and I was like, this dude's in Finland. 
Where is that I even? Didn't... Like, what are you? Who are the? Who are Finnish people? What? What is? What is Finland? It's Finland. Is that above Canada? That sounds right to me. <laughs> Ask Amber. It's really uh, like, like Canada's our hat, and then Finland is theirs. Ooh, there you go. Alright. Must be next to Greenland. I don't know. It's it, lands. Anyway, I, I just thought that was really cool, actually, that we have a listener in Finland. Finland. Look at that. Uh, last one on Facebook. William K. Holland. Wanted Beta Ray Bill. Because I've wanted the new one since the older Thor set. So yeah, fair enough. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we have Jake Robinson from the Rule of Three podcast. He responded, I was hoping for WizKids to announce a modern Silver Surfer. I can wait. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I feel like there's that's passive aggressive. He's salty. They're salt. Wait, I'm pretty sure they live in Utah in Salt Lake City or something, so that would make sense. But, uh, Did I lose you? I no, oh, I'm there. You are. Okay. I'm here. Salt Lake City, Utah, a lake so full of salt, so incredibly salty, you can drive over it. So dense. Mm. Mm. So, so Those dense. guys have enough salt for the rest of us clicks players, but we gladly bring our own, wouldn't you know it? Yeah. Uh, do you have any more on Twitter? Oh, I have one more on Twitter. Because I'm out on uh, Facebook. Okay. okay. Uh, Greg Miller uh, said, none. Got what I wanted. Of course, I bought them. <laughs> That's sad. Um, <laughs> no one gave uh, Okay, so I will. I will say this. I got exactly one clicks related present for I'm gonna I'm gonna count this for Christmas, and it was from my co-host Calder Ness. Thank you. Calder. Oh yeah. And that was uh, that was Calder sent me the Thor, the Planeswalker Thor that I have been raving about and wanted, and I was complaining that I did not get it, and then Calder sent it to me. So I really appreciate that, Calder. I'm glad you appreciate it. He has found a better home for sure. It. Is there anything I did not get that I wanted? No. <laughs> there uh, maybe Unimind, but I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll get it eventually. I didn't ask for anything clicks related this year at all. I just, I'm like, ah. I just got comic books and stuff. Hey, comic books and stuff are cool. Yeah. You know, I did ask for like neoprene maps because I can always, I always think those are cool. I didn't get them. You know, anything clicks related, but that's oh. okay because then I just decided. You know what? Fine, and I just dropped a hundred dollars on zombie chases on cool stuff just so I could fill out my. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, it was just like one day. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of looking at this half full team base, and I saw they restocked super scroll and that the normal scroll is like seventeen bucks. So I'm like, let's just go all in. So I bought uh, Venom, Electro, Super Scroll, and the normal scroll, and yeah, they came out to a hundred bucks. So I got free shipping. So. Now I have a nice okay. full team base. Our, I'm <laughs> glad that you have a nice full team base, man. You need to get a second one and then fill it with the other oh. zombies. That's your next goal. 2018. That's my 2018 New Year's resolution. <laughs> um, okay, so those are all the answers from Twitter for and uh, Facebook for our community question. As far as the lo- copy of Logan giveaway... Um, so my favorite answer on Twitter was actually Seth Aaron's because I've laughed at it so many times. So I'm going to forego that and actually let Calder decide uh, who on the Facebook gets the copy of Logan. I also would like to say that I'm a paranoid person. 
And I think that some people are logging on to Twitter and Facebook just to answer the questions when you put hashtag giveaway, uh, and they don't actually listen to this podcast. So, that being said, whoever it is you give away, give this away too. We will give you one week, starting tomorrow, all right? So, Monday. So, you have one week to message Calder this secret code and if you don't message it to him then we'll know that you don't actually listen to the podcast and that secret code is x23 related character from the movie <laughs> Send it to and then we'll and we'll give it we'll give you the copy i i have a sneaking suspicion that i messed up when i put hashtag giveaway uh, and i got answers for stuff ooh. that yeah so yeah. haha i already circumvented I will, you guys yeah now, if, if I don't name you, that does not mean still send us X-23. It's like, let's see, I didn't name you. You're not my favorite. Anyways, uh, you want to just go ahead and say who my pick was? Yeah, go for it. I really liked Tim Sears. He just spent, boom, 75 bucks. I'll do it myself. Make his own wooden tray. <laughs> Apparently, I was just like, <laughs> it would have cost him, would have cost someone to buy it. For. I just like the quotes there. Like, he just like, it would have cost $25 someone to buy it to me. So, yeah, I'm absolutely a fan of someone making their own stuff. I'm going to give it to Tim. I like him. I well, congratulations. First of all, and second of all, I also I love how um, passively aggressive a lot of our answers are, or a lot of oh, our that's uh, the listeners best are. Part. Those are those are my favorite. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, it's worth a laugh at least on this end. So Very thanks, true. guys. So what did you say next Monday, which is Martin Luther King Jr. Day? So you have until then. Okay. All right. That's it on the I question. I know we've got more stuff. You have to. We have a question from, watch me find it here, Peter Zachary. So a sure. little bit of a thing before I get to this question. I meant to message you guys earlier this week. That's all right. After the relaunch, I did listen to a bit when Harry and Drew were also part of the crew, and I appreciate that you guys have moved forward and don't always focus on the past shows. I would enjoy uh, showing my support with the decals. So, yeah, more people love, people love the decals. Uh and now, to get to his question, do you think the headmasters will be Chases for Xavier's uh, school or something else? Who do you think the Chases are going to be, Chris? For, uh... Uh, I, mm, uh, I hope it's Icarus. He's a really awesome yeah. figure uh, or a character in the comic books, and he's definitely not a shoehorned plot twist. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm really hoping Icarus. Um, yeah, that's my well, answer. I think, that covers, I, think I, just, I think that covers it. That's very good. <laughs> Uh, actually, let's go back just a second before I really answer the question. And um, I do want to say, I, yes, people do like the decals. We are working on those. We will as soon as we start mass producing those, uh, which we kind of were looking for people to like message us, send us stuff, and just says like, hey, we're interested in the decals, just like he did. We appreciate that. That way we know how many to make. I'm not trying to like make a million of them and then sit on them. So. Uh, we will probably end up selling those, and I, I think it's probably just going to go directly through like PayPal or something. Uh, I don't want to. I don't really want to do it on like the eBay store, but we'll figure it out when we get around to it. It's just the whole holiday season was like so jam packed, and Calder and I didn't even like. We normally talk to each other a lot, and we didn't even talk to each other a lot during yeah, the holiday sure. season. It was so, like, we were so busy doing other things in life. As life gets in the way, you guys know that. So 
we're getting um, – I have somebody making them for us, and then as soon as we get the final – because that was a prototype one. We're getting the final ones made, and once we get those uh, made, we will start actually oh, – so like, Seth Aaron has the one-of-a-kind prototype ultra-rare early production yeah. sticker. Which I'm really excited to see what he sticks it on. So there's that. And because I have a horrible memory, I forgot what the original question was. Who do you think the chases are going to be? Oh, yeah, no. Age of Apocalypse? Yep, sadly. Uh, so this is what? us getting to a question a week later <laughs> and them already announcing the chases. So maybe we'll reword it just a little bit. Who would you have liked the chases to be? Personally, I, I really like the Age of Apocalypse idea. But if they had to be something else, what would you have wanted them to be, Chris? Um, Let's go back to an answer to a community question uh, when we were talking about that. The... I think I spouted it as my favorite answer for that. We may have given something away for that. I can't remember. But they were talking about that alternate reality uh, where it was Shadowcats, like she fell asleep and then entered an alter reality and an alternate reality in her dream. And it was like all of these fantasy versions of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. And like Wolverine was like an ogre and uh, Professor X was a wizard and stuff like that. I think that would have been cool and so far out there that it would have went over well. But hmm. disappointments are disappointing. So my answer would probably be the 1602 X-Men. That would be really cool. That would Obviously it would be sweet if they had a giant boat that someone could just they could fly with. It would be really great. And then a less serious answer would be, because I'm always looking to get more zombies, any X-Men zombies? Or there's this really cool like one-shot long Halloween or whatever it's called of Kitty Pride being one of the few remaining human survivors in the zombie universe, which makes sense. She can phase and can't really bite something that you can't touch. So, But she's right. awesome because she has like, a sniper rifle and she sets up all these landmines around her house and it's cool. And she has like a son or whatever and he dresses up as Wolverine he like stabs zombies with his Wolverine claws those have been a really cool chase and she could have popped out a little I don't remember what the kid's name is I think it was like Peter it was just right up you know Colossus's name so but it was cool I think she would be really cool like a, a shadow cat that can run through face through walls but also shoot people and like generate landmines would be great well, hey, at least you got your Age of Apocalypse Shadow Cat made, if Very you're into true. that, Calder. Very true. So, hmm. okay. It's not that's the, the secret, Chris. All right, do you have any more questions? That ends it for me. Okay, so let me say this. Uh, you can file, uh, find us on Facebook, so just search for Dial H for Hero Clicks. You can find us on Twitter, at Dial H for HeroClicks. That's the number four. You can send us an email at Dial H for HeroClicks at gmail.com. And you can always send us anything like recommendations for the value corner, hidden gems, casual comparisons, etc. Tell us if you want to be on the show. Tell us your social security numbers. Please, yes. <laughs> we will definitely, definitely use those appropriately. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all I got. But uh, seriously, guys, thank you for listening. All right, I'll read this out then. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Bye, guys. We know the way. The only podcast. Bye.